Welcome to your number one podcast about the New York stand-up comedy underground. This is the Broken Campfire Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about who we saw in Queens, who we saw in Harlem, who we saw in Manhattan, who we saw in Brooklyn, who we saw in Yonkers, who we saw up on Cherry Hill. And yeah, we talked about those it. things. And, uh, but we're going to start before we do any of that with video games, I think. We don't have Vito with us. Way. Yeah, get the boring uh, out. Vito went on assignment to New York to get some, uh, you know, boots on the ground coverage. And uh, we have we have yet to hear back, so. They say he's uh, still in some... the comedy cellar. So, so. He's going to have some big stuff, though, when he comes back. A lot of jokes, a lot of, a lot of different angles on the scene. So just be ready so for a lot of bands. Week. Yeah. Yeah, Thought, thoughts and prayers out to Vito. Thank you. Uh, and you can send that to Broken Campfire. Gmail Don't pray too hard. To our Twitter. At, at Broken Campfire is the Twitter. Yeah, don't make him too strong. Rate us on iTunes as well. And after you've done that, we're going to head into the round table. Today we're going to start with me. Um, Hi. We, I, we did all play House of Ashes, which, I, which I'm excited to talk about, but I, I'm going to pass that on to oh, Greg. Yeah. Um, who's, Thank uh, you. Who hosted it? If you want to talk about it, uh, I can say my. You can. No, no, no. I good. I got. I got. I got things to say. I got things to say. I've been playing. Well, hold on to it. Back for blood. For blood. We left for that clone. We talked for like fifteen, twenty minutes without last week. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't really have a whole lot more to say about. It. We've gotten further in. Um, I'm definitely enjoying it more. The better cards I get, which is pretty deep in, that kind of like really make your build work. Um. So the game does reward you for the time you're putting in, but we're curious to see how long that lasts after we get all of our cards. But you know, we we still have half the game left to go. We've only made it like it some ways in Act Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, wondering about that as well. Like where we're all that yeah, where we're all, where are fuck where will our heads be when we collect all the cards we want and suddenly we just have. The opportunity to make any kind of build we want and like yeah. what's the um is it just trying out new builds or like uh you know helping people struggle through the campaign or you know try different builds for challenging ourselves or something you know right what's the end yeah, game of back for blood there's not really like a lot of difficulty modes and there's not really like it feels like a, i mean there there's a good amount of stuff at least for going through the game but i feel like I feel like, uh, you, I mean, you've already reached the end of one tree, you know? I mean, I feel like it's not going to be all that yes. long before we run out of cards. But then again, yeah, you could really ask that question the about multiplayer. Left 4 Dead, too. Well, see, the, the thing is, there's no, like, campaign just versus grind or anything. Get that out. There's just, like, the horde mode thing. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you don't like horde mode? Oh, we haven't tried it at all, actually. What, you guys don't like I horde mode? I didn't even mode? know that game had one. Yeah, I thought. I, it, uh, I've read online that like it's very hit or miss, which, you know, honestly, I just assume for me it's going to be a miss. Like it, it's rare that on a hit or miss thing, I'm a hit guy. I'm, I'm usually one of the misses. I would not expect to like. I, I don't really care for horde modes that much. I mean, they're all right sometimes, but. But no, I, I would still give it one thumbs up, one thumb sideways. You know, maybe even one. Yeah, one thumb sideways, a little down, maybe. It is a lot of fun with friends, but like, you know, I, I still agree with all the things that we said before. 
But I will say that, like, the the issues of, like, the balancing does mostly exist because you have no cards. Because, like, when you have one or two guys who, like, specialize in taking down weak spot damage and, like, focusing on special effect, and I really don't think they're all that bad at all. Very rarely, uh, well, but sometimes you do still get fucked. Well, I'll say, you know, I did play a little bit since last week, and yeah, whoever, I think it was Vito and Flash, were both saying that they, they did, that they, they whatever, the hotfix hit uh, Xbox Live or, or Game Pass, whatever. And yeah, it's a night and day difference. I mean, I'm sure the cards help, but I mean, even if you had all the cards and the, and the mode it was before, I mean, just the little I played easily triple the number of infected, and that was like just the normal amount you would see special infected you would see in like a match um so yeah i mean it, it, it definitely just that hotfix made the game more enjoyable for me uh and i haven't even really gotten into all the card stuff yet i mean i'm still i guess on act one it's it's weird because you have the first four levels which are i guess like a like um like an ep not an epilogue what a, a prologue, prologue? Right. yeah they, they don't really count towards it looks like you know they're kind of in, the, in like the line they're kind of separated yeah, from the, the other the one the pacing of the game is kind of off i mean i don't know if that was just them wanting to reuse assets and keeping all the assets around like one act or something but like it does feel like it just stretches on and on and on yeah i would have rather had i don't know fewer, fewer I, 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 hate, levels. I hate to keep doing this but like i'd rather have I know, I know for dead mean, levels yeah, yeah. Or it just yeah, like we were, you, we you know, you went to this night. place and then you yeah, you run through like a few levels there. Yeah, no, we were talking about that last night, for sure. Yeah, I thought uh, everyone found like their favorite character to play, or like their their niche. Yeah, I, I well, kind of. I mean, Danny and Flask are kind of swapping around. I think I'm the only one who stayed pretty static. I'm I'm a shotgunner, uh, as Hoffman. Uh, I've been pretty been... good. Most, I mean, I up until Danny has been getting pretty good with his melee build. I've, I've been reliably getting the most kills out of everybody, just as like the main like garbage killer. I do pretty good <laughs> against specials too. Uh, yeah, I've been going the with. Main... Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Flash. All right, I go will. Ahead. The main go, uh, go the, ahead, man. The two builds I've been building are uh, a shotgun build. Uh, with uh, Walker and my medical builds with Doc, which is the one I've been using the most recently. And the medical build is like OP at this point. <laughs> Not OP, but it's it's really good at this point. I've cleared all the medical cards in the game. I, I, I would definitely say so. Your yeah. medical build is really good. Danny was rocking medical before. Now Danny is going um, melee shotgun, mostly melee. He's doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his melee build is, is crazy at this point. Temporary health all over the place. What are you gonna say, Greg? What are you doing? Oh, I was using. Uh, I'm doing snipers, the gym mostly, like uh, snipers and assault rifles. That's cool. And it's been uh, it's been fun. I like That's that. Video was trying out as well. I wasn't able to. That wasn't on the last podcast for last week, but uh, I like uh, I like Back for Blood. It was pretty insane the first week we played it, but I didn't. I wasn't like taken away taken away from it. I was like, oh, you know, I think we can beat this. Like, I think that's fine. Uh, and the hotfix uh, definitely changed it and made it a lot more fun. I've been having yeah, a blast. Yeah, time of the game. Yeah, I'm still quite enjoying it now. Even though all the flaws are valid, like, <laughs> you can acknowledge yeah. those and I, I still have fun. Yeah, for sure. 
There, nice. there's a certain feeling to shooting zombies with my shotgun. I can't, I can't deny. It just feels good. <laughs> well, it's you like know, left for it dead. Is the... Oh, and and John, you know, I, again, uh, I, I, I don't think the bash is nearly as good as left for dead, but it's growing on me. Like you can spam that bash and. It it actually is really good, especially with my shotgun. I do. I often do a one-two bash shot, bash shoot. Yeah, I mean it is nice. You know, like you said, with the cards, you can um, you can extend your like stamina, and that's like how many times you can bash. I think well, in Left 4 Dead right. two, they changed it to like just kind of like a three time or two time like for everybody. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely yeah. I mean, it's got a pluses and minuses, pluses and minuses. Um, I'm sure I'll get back into it one day. Oh, you will. And that I'm sure I'll day, get back for blood. That's all I got Friday. as far as video games, really. Um, yeah. Beyond that... Better not have a book. No, no. I was just going to say, I've kind of for blood. Torn, torn through Seinfeld as, like, second modern entertainment. Um, and I've moved on to Curb. And Your enthusiasm? I've watched through Curb Your Enthusiasm before, but it has a new season, so I think I'm just going to binge the series up to, up through the new season because it's been a few years since I did that. A funny show, for sure. Might be better than Seinfeld. I've only seen one episode, and that was a few years back. If only if only for the fact that it like feels more relevant these days, you know? Yeah. Why? Because the cringe is all around us? It it per- pervades us. Yeah, kind of. It's just like a, a modern style for a modern day. You know, I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> I, I don't it. think there's anything wrong with Seinfeld. Yeah, but they're not hilarious. talking about missing their answering machine. You know, it's like right, like like so like Seinfeld is a show where like fifty percent of the plots wouldn't happen if if you know what I would say seventy five percent of the plots probably wouldn't happen if characters had cell phones. You know, I mean, that was just like so much of like the '90s, and <laughs> was like you know, the magic time. Magic camera. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I remember calling my mom's pager and waiting for her to call us back. I remember thinking beepers over. were cool when I watched Hey Arnold and Bob's beepers. All right, fellas, that's all I got on my round table, though. Pretty short that's all? and sweet. That's it? Wow. That's all. Wow, I expected I more. Yeah, well, you know, I really wanted to talk about a certain games update, but... uh, <laughs> 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 uh Oh, yeah. We'll, <laughs> wasn't my we'll fault. That. We'll get to that I later. It's not out yet. No, no, Greg, it, was, it wasn't your fault at all. Listen. Right, and speaking of Greg... I was there. Am I going up? Am I up? You guys are afraid to go in the mine. You're up, my friend. What's up? All right. Well, guess what? I'm going to talk first about John's favorite game, Red Dead Redemption 2, because it's fresh off my brain. Yeah. Uh, so, howdy. I don't wanna... so, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, so, Red Dead Online, they, uh, they had their Halloween update today. It came out. Well, it leaked a few days ago because they don't know how to make their game. Uh, but it's like officially everything is out today. Uh, they had the Halloween pass, which, uh, maybe took me about four hours to complete. Uh, that was all right. Uh, but they added a new mode, John, 
called uh they added a new call to arms which is that survival mode and they added yeah. these they added new places they added a uh, shady bell which is that big mansion you hang out in the story uh they had an armadillo and two other places i haven't gone to yet they uh it's pretty cool i'll get it's like all right overall grade let me say uh 6.5 out of 10 uh the game starts you pick your place uh you set your people up and when the game starts it turns super dark night and adds a horrible filter onto your screen that just kind of fucks everything up and makes everything look weird like adds like an overlaying bloom um so the first wave dudes with machetes everybody has a machete it's awesome uh it's like pretty crazy like people are shooting at each other like bam 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 the machete guys are macheteing and uh then the second wave comes and it's zombies with shotguns coming out and blasting everybody not a big deal Uh, that's a little less cool yeah exactly all right but then as the waves go on uh let's see what uh bow and arrow zombies show up who are pretty crazy uh tomahawk zombies which throw tomahawks that like lock onto your head and kill you instantly if they hit you uh horsemen started showing up this is the coolest thing i think in that entire update uh horsemen started showing up and their uh the horses were like their hooves were on fire it was they reminded me of uh like world of warcraft uh the warlocks their their horse had like basically fire hooves it reminded me of that i took a screenshot of it and i posted it Oh, they had this cool. Yeah, yeah, I seen it. Uh, no, they were just zombies with machetes. Uh, and then you know the zombies. Uh, then the armored dudes came out with their flaming helmets. Uh, and then you know the zombies had to come out with their automatic machine gun uh carriage, and I lost the game. You know, fun. Uh, uh, I'd rather them just be zombies. You know. Uh, me too, dude. Me too. But uh, sometimes dead is better. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about my experience and want everyone to know that it's it's fine. They just they, they the trilogy, the GTA trilogy's done. They're done working on it. So now they are. Yep. Now Red Dead's gonna get all that content back, baby. For the it's gonna happen. You guys are gonna love it. I know Do I you am. Believe. I have to at this point. I'm too committed to not to not be. <laughs> Damn it, John! Have some faith. I have some. Faith. Oh, that's an answer about Red Dead. Who the? I don't think I even have the game installed anymore. No, I know you don't. It's a fun game. I've said this story many times, but I haven't. Yes, had yes, installed. tutorial. Since, you don't understand it. We no, get. no, <laughs> no. I was doing a hundred percent single player run, and after ten hours of trying to serve the Black Panther, I saved my sanity and uninstalled. Classic. Mm. Yeah, I got pretty far. I mean, I don't know. I got like 90 some percent. That's good enough for me. It's just isn't good enough for old Jono. Oh, uh, yeah, that's Red Dead. Clap, clap, clap. Um, My next howdy. game. Yeah, howdy, folks. Uh, Next game, Call of Duty. Everyone loves it. Clap a booby. Uh, the Halloween. I'm gonna, I'm basically gonna speech, uh, try to speed this up. Uh, they had their Halloween update also. Warzone. Uh, they made it so. Uh, while it is regular battle royale, when you die, you become a ghost, and you can collect souls. And the map's dark, and it's it's scary, it's spooky, scary. There's jump souls. Uh, you kill people, and then they drop a soul. But you can't see it if you're a person. You can only see it if you're a ghost. Uh, me and Kurt have been playing that a decent amount. Uh, 
We're pretty good teammates when it's me and him because usually our other teammate leaves immediately and kind of fucks us over. Uh, so it's just me and Kurt uh, running around the city, uh, being chased by ghosts, and uh, when they get up close to us, we just beat him to death. Wow. It's a uh, it's a blast. Uh, I, next week the uh, the new Call of Duty game comes out, Vanguard. Like an all new one? Yeah, like a whole new one, the World War Two oh, one. So you know you're never gonna see Kurt again. I don't see him now. Yeah, yeah, true. He's already playing Call of Duty so much now. Yeah. He can't. He can't play more. There's not more time. <laughs> you know he can't. Yeah, put more time in the day. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, what whatever the hell I was just talking about. Um, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, ghosts. Call of Duty, ghosts. I stopped. One. Yeah, Vanguard. Sure. Um, yeah, Medal of Honor. I love that game. Uh, New World. Uh, I stopped playing that uh, because that game is more like old world. Yeah, more like old, more like broken world. That uh, they literally. It, it's got a bunch of bugs and I can't play it because I'm constantly being murdered by hundreds of people. I just saw uh, that they lost, like the, like, the figures, they've lost, like, 70% of their player base something like that. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I have it still installed. Uh, I can see that game being cool in, like, a year. Like, pretty badass. But for right now, I need them to fix their shit. Uh, I guess... So what, um... Oh, what's, what? like, you don't like the... So, like, my the issue... I. Uh, yeah, I don't like leveling up that much. Uh, that's not like the biggest issue. Uh, one of the issue, one of my main things I stopped uh, playing it is uh, when I stopped, uh, I was using the towers to level up, which are these corruption portals, and they're all over the map. And you use this thing called the staff of uh, Azoth to close them. But the thing was that I guess the game bugged out, and every staff was broken if you logged out. So only people who just got their staff could close portals. So basically, <laughs> no one was able to close portals, so portals would just start spot warning in spots. And then, because there's so many, it would be like, oh, this place is going to have an invasion tomorrow. Oh, this place is going to have an invasion. And it was just fucking chaos. Um, uh, I know they also messed up, like, uh, I talked about it before, but they have, like, an issue with their threat, like, their uh, threat meters, where stuff will just like aggro onto you randomly like stuff like across the room or like you know super far away will just lock on you and beeline it straight to you uh um, if you look online hiding yeah uh well it's kind of annoying that's whatever the hell it is um but yeah then i guess like the spawns are fucked up too like if you look you'll see a bunch of videos like there's some videos on reddit of uh, people being attacked by like maybe 20 ghosts at the same time and they just get they just get the shit kicked out of them, and it's like, all right, you're done. So I'm uh, oh, I'm taking a, a break from that. I'm taking a break from that to hopefully it gets updated and hopefully it doesn't die because that'd be sad. Because I like that game. Yeah, I just you know, for sure. I want them to fix their shit. New new world. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, we talked about Back for Blood. That was cool. Uh. One little thing, I played MechWarrior 5. I uh I played it with my my my, my BFF Eric. <laughs> okay. Uh we uh dude, that game's pretty dang fun. I it's on Game Pass, everybody. Game Pass. Oh, it's a new thing. Okay. Uh I it's co-op, four player co-op, I believe. Everybody gets a mech 
Everyone has fun. I would. That's uh, one of those old uh, Mexim kind of things where you pretty much yeah got to control the inside of the cockpit or whatever. Uh, yes, kind of, but I mean, not really. Oh. I could, I have, I don't, I really don't remember because I only played it once, and I, but I had a blast playing it. I have to play it more. Uh, but yeah, we should play that because I, I had a lot of fun playing it. How I many, how many players like is it? it? Uh, I think four. I mean, I would play that for sure. Fun game I'll, pass, uh, I'll look, yeah, two, yeah, four players. I mean, dude, right, there's that. In. Yeah, there's that. Age Empires, oh, which I just downloaded. I downloaded Control. Dude, Game Pass, pretty crazy. Indeed. Yeah, Game Pass has been pretty solid the last few months. Yeah, dude. I'm going to be pretty bummed when half these games go off. Uh, new, all right. Better games will replace it. Yeah, true. All right. Wink. I'm going to talk about the last game. The, my, my Coupe de Gras. One of my... Uh, <laughs> probably one of my favorite <laughs> games of the year. Finally, his Coupe de Gras. <laughs> His coupe de grass has come. Greg's coupe uh, de grass. The Dark Pictures the anthology. What the House of Ashes? The House of what? Grow up? Grow up. Uh, the House it's of house Ashes. ashes. <laughs> the House of Ashes that came out a week ago, right? Whenever the hell it came. Starring out. Greg as Eric. Starring Vito as Rachel. John as Jason. Greg. As uh, Nick, Andy as Salim, Salim, and uh, Greg as Bala Two. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yes. Uh, so uh, I don't know how. To, I don't know. Since we were all there for it, I don't know. Do you want to like just do fully spoiler? Yeah. Spoil what, it? what? What? Let's throw a blanket spoiler uh, warning. Yeah, I wasn't. But hang on. Before, before before we go into blanket spoilers, I, I do want to say that. Uh, I think all of us do actually recommend playing this game. Yes, um, this is a very good game. Yeah. I would recommend playing uh, it. it. Relative to the other games, I I, I, I haven't played Man of Dawn, but I think it is a significant step up from Little Hope. Even though it's uh, not I think, I gotta say, it's, I've, it's after playing all three, I, that Man of Dawn is two. Uh, three is, Little Hope is definitely like the last, last place. Yeah, oh, really? so... Um, I would. But if you, I, yeah, but if you have hopes. zero interest, uh, and you know you're you're just want to hear us talk about it, or if you've already played the game, yeah, spoiler warning. Spoilers for the Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes, and Little Until Hope Two Forty Two Thirty Two. So basically, yeah. All right. Um. So basically, the game starts you off. Uh, you pick your characters, and you find out. Uh, it starts you off like. Thousands of years ago, and you see this guy. He's uh, he's like an Egyptian emperor. I fucking don't remember Assyrian. his name. Uh, uh, Naram Seed. Naram Seed, right? Fuck, I'm trying to remember his name. Yeah, that, that sounds that sounds familiar. Uh, sure, I believe it's Naram Seed. His name's not from them. But uh, then you base you basically see him start killing a bunch of people, and then uh, uh, something happens. That's basically all we all we know. Uh, cut to 2003, you're in Iraq, uh, and you're playing as, uh, as Andy said, we're playing as a bunch of characters. Uh, Andy's character, Salim, is part of the Iraqi army. And, uh, Re- Repac- yeah, your fight. Iraqi Republican army. We're, we're the, yeah. part of the main, our, the main legal defense force. 
Yeah, oh, right, right. they said they were going to fight the war on terror, but they didn't know quite how true that would turn out to be. Yes. Uh, so, 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 then, the, so the Marines, yeah, me there. you know, they're looking for chemical weapons and... Uh, yeah, basically, and Eric Saddam. has this thing, the main character, like, one of the main characters, Eric, he has this thing called Kalis, uh, and it basically is like a giant satellite, and it scans a part of the, uh, like, parts of Iraq, and they find this thing, this, like, underground structure, and they immediately go, that's where Saddam's weapons are. Uh, so they set up a group to go there, um, and then there's, they set up the, uh, excuse me, they set the mission to go there, uh, uh, the Iraqi Republic Army, they find out about it, and Salim's commanding officer, uh, Dar, I believe his name is, basically yeah, is like, correct. hey, we're going to get these guys, uh, so against his will, he basically gets sent over, he goes over to this place, and, um, then Andy blew up our helicopter. Started started it the was biggest war. Fight. Damn it! You were in Andy's, my homeland. Those Andy were our he- heroin big, shepherds. But listen, to be fair, John equalized John equalized everything by shooting white yeah, phosphorus John, straight so at John, the So John John was playing as Jason, and mind you, Jason is like characterized as like the pragmatic like. You know, he don't care what what all these office eggheads think. He's he's the Get in there and do it, guys. He's American. He's like the local commander, you know. And then Eric is like the nerd, the nerd who's technically everybody's commander. And Rachel is like the army commander. No one listens to Rachel. No one respects Eric. Uh, yeah, exactly. Everybody listens to Jason. Anyway, Jason, uh, uh, you were you you brought an item along with you. It was just supposed to be a smokescreen. And well, uh, you used it to uh, kill a bunch of guys. Well, here's here's the thing. Let me let me back up first. Uh, as we were approaching the these um, farmers, I had the I had the option to slaughter them if I wanted to, and right. I held back because I sensed that they didn't know anything. There ain't no weapons here. They're just right. You didn't want to just kill them quick and easy. You wanted to make them suffer a little bit. You knew you'd so be doing you more might. important war crimes later. You right. To save and second, I'm actually not the one who brought those along. It was Eric's decision. I'm now, the character that got to use them. Now, as Eric, as my defense, what did Eric I did, tell you? I, I, what did I did your commanding it. officer tell you? I said, said, I said, those are to only be used as a smokescreen. And then he looked directly at. And then I I know what you're going to say. It's bullshit. <laughs> wait, it was crazy. I gave him like the, the like the okay hand signal. Yeah, so he, like, he did it. That was like that was like a little secret thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway we're, we're we're dawdling on a little bit. So Greg all was this going himself. on. There's a lot of going on. Yes, Salim's I'm forces are fighting the this. American pig dogs. There's a lot going on. Earthquake yes. happens, and we all, all fall of a sudden into earthquake. And mind you, we're mind you, as Salim, I chose not to kill Jason. I said no more killing, which is the first. You know, I was Salim, but I think it's fair to say the first marking that Salim was maybe a. The most badass of all characters. I bet your gun would have jammed or the earthquake would have started early. Oh, there's, there's no way, no way it would have. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That I mean, when, cool, I, when, I, when I was highlighted over you, it wasn't even red. Yeah. I mean, it, there was no way it was going to actually shoot. Yeah, so in the earthquake, we end up underground, and very quickly we realize that um, we're not there's alone. Horrible Long monsters. story short, there are alien vampires down there with us. 
Vampires in the sense that they don't like sunlight and they drink blood. Alien in the sense that they can leave parasites inside you and that they actually came from outer space in a giant ship. Which we learn later. Which, yeah, we <laughs> learn much later. Ship. Yeah, so the progression... Like, I want to talk... Wait, without getting modeled into the story details, I want to talk a little bit about just how good of a horror progression I thought the writing had, where, like, it starts out as just, like, an action thing, you know, just to kind of thread you through the story, and then it slowly turns into this thing where, like, one monster lurking around is terrifying, and then the characters learn a little bit and use the information, all of a sudden one monster's, like, not that big a deal. But all of a sudden, then you gotta deal with, like, three or four monsters. The The sense of escalation as, like, the horror, like, almost genre changes as you progress through is, like, really cool. And I thought that the fact that, like, it ended with you finding a giant spaceship and then blowing it up was, like, the perfect way to end that. It also does a thing where it shows, every time it cuts to a new character, it shows you how deep they are below the surface, which allows right. you to understand how far away they are from sunlight, which is the vampire's main weakness. Right. So it's, like, right. getting further and further away from safety. Well, I, I thought it had a good use of, like, characters actually learning information and then using it to like defeat the enemy and then the the scale of like necessarily having to increase as the players uh, as the character's knowledge increases to you know meet the challenges you know those it was pretty well written in that regard and i I don't remember ever thinking that like little hope had any kind of coherent thread like that going through it but also to be sure it is the most action heavy uh, yeah for sure so far oh yeah for sure, for sure, and 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 honestly, I think keeping it simple and like focusing on a few like core identity threads was like a good good idea, you know. Um. Yeah, and I know that they're modeling these, you know, kind of after movies or you know whatever stories. Um. So I understand why they had like the love love triangle plot because that's just you know always in movies and shit. That was definitely the low point. But like, uh, yeah, that was the the weak point of the the story. Those people, you know, hashing out their problems while, uh, you know, vampires are literally swirling around us. Literally, no matter what was going on, literally no matter what was going on, literally every scene that Eric and Rachel was alone, they got to the point where we were even groaning because Eric just kept bringing up their their separation, their marriage, ta- talking yeah. about his feelings and shit. It's like, God, this, this guy is the fucking worst. Greg yeah, continued yeah, to try to cuck thing. himself deep underground. Yeah, he was good at that. Uh, <laughs> another thing, you know, they they you know they kind of follow the movie formula is that there are just some characters that they don't get as much time. They're just not as good fleshed out as other characters. Uh, you know, like we talked about Eric, he he just kind of sucked. He didn't have like his redeeming moment, and maybe I don't know, maybe he could have been played differently or something. Maybe it was our fault. I like, feel like his redeeming moment was that, supposed like he, to be him falling. I really, when. yeah, like really when he's holding like, Rachel up. I feel like mainly I was supposed to take take the dive and be like, oh, you know, I'm gonna save her, and then plummet to my death. Oh, uh, no, you know, I don't know. Because the game wants you to make everyone like alive uh, I, or bring him home alive. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. Maybe true. he would have had that redeeming moment if things happened differently with Rachel. I, I doubt it based on how the game was going. But I feel like it would have been more important to have Eric be the guy who pointed the charge at the end. Um, 
which I think probably would have happened if Rachel were alive by then. Yeah, or, or you know, at the end when Salim got like separated. First of all, that was a badass scene. When Salim got separated. Oh, and that was maybe him. my favorite scene in the game. But if that was like Nick and Eric instead, that would have made more sense. Like, oh, I've accepted yeah, you guys are sure. together and moved on. Or he could be like, fuck you guys. I'm not gonna go back for him. He's a piece of shit. But like, yeah, I don't know. And and those those little moments, I feel yeah, Eric kind of got shafted. And then Rachel was next after that. But. Uh, uh, you know, we, we kind of touched on it there. One thing that should be said is that, like, I feel like the game really did have a, uh, some really, really good cinematic sequences that involved multiple players. Like, the big sequence in the middle of the game about shooting all the vampires coming at us with the yeah, that was minigun. Cool. That was cool. And then, as you said, my, probably my favorite sequence of the game when you came back for me and I was surrounded by vampire bats and it was Jason and Celine back-to-back fighting off vampire bats. That was badass. Yeah, overall, I, I dug this one. It made me, yeah, like I said, I played, and, and you know, I did, I was, you know, just reading about the next one that's coming out, like The Devil or something. Yeah, it looks like a Saw kind of uh, movie or whatever, Saw kind of horror. And I guess, yeah. like, each episode is supposed to be a different, like, genre. Um, and I, I guess maybe well, The Little Hope's supposed to be, like, that kind of, like, paranoia, like, uh, I don't Paranormal? know. Paranormal? Well, no, paranoia. Like you got the witch oh, yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It didn't click with me. I just didn't think it was that good. And even just the story itself wasn't that fun. The character. I'm hoping that fun. because this is the last one. Uh, like, yeah, like it said, season finale. The devil is in me, or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I hope they do another, uh, like another run of these, like another set. Yeah. Well, the fact yeah, that they yeah, call it a season, season well. tells me. It probably will be. Otherwise, I would call it a series finale, you know? Yeah. At least they're keeping the option open. Yeah, yeah hopefully uh, they, I, they evolve the stories a little bit. Um, I mean, I guess my only my only thought with that, like in the future, if they keep doing these, that, you know, they could kind of get um, a little telltale syndrome and get a little stale. Because, you know, there's yeah, it's not like the gameplay has changed between these three episodes. You know, it's still, you know, ABXY you know, uh, tap the rhythm, you know, AA, AA, uh, yeah, which is fine for, for sure. these, but like if they do more in the future, I think that they're going to have to try to figure out some other ways to expand. They added the sure. tactical camera to this game, John, and that's completely well, what, new. What is that one? Is that like the, how you that's where the you, camera? No, that was how you uh, use the flashlight on your gun. Oh, Okay, yeah, they they turn the light on for everybody. Yeah, cool. yeah, you can do it. You can do that. I know it's a little impressive. <laughs> it's pretty sweet, but yeah, overall it was cool. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I played it. I also watched it. loved that game. Monsters were super cool. There uh, was one thing that uh, until Don and Man and Medan had that I don't know if Little Hope had as well, but this one definitely didn't have, which is the feeling of sort of. Um, a puzzle to to solve in terms of the the entities and agents interweaving throughout the story like where are these things coming from and and what's going on exactly and you're piecing it together from different perspectives um if they lean into that more and actually like really make a uh a truly intricate storyline i think they can make a really good one of these because I think that's the most intriguing aspect of these games is like the getting bits and pieces of different characters' points of view and putting it together. 
This right. one was more definitely guys... more aliens than than. Uh... Well, I don't know. I did feel that when we. I mean, cause, like, I, I do feel like what you said is true for most of this campaign. You know, pretty straightforward. We went down there, we're fighting some sort of zombies or vampires. But when we went down there and seen like the alien ship, that said it opened up a little bit for me, and I was, was uh, cool. I was a little bit more impressed. I was like, where? I, well, I mean, I legit me. I was like, where the fuck are they gonna take this? Like. How are they going to explain these aliens laying... And they do it very, very quickly and almost not at all. Yeah, they don't really... Aliens <laughs> landed here really. long ago. They're here now. Uh, yeah. So that was a little disappointing. But at least they had me for a second. I was like, no, what the fuck is going to happen next? And it's also... I mean, like, I haven't played Little Hope, but I happen to know that the first two games, the threat isn't, like, real. Whereas in this one, it is real. There are actual vampires from space killing you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was then, wondering. Well, uh, well, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. I was going to talk was about the ending. I was also going to talk about the ending. Oh, well, you go ahead then. I was going to say uh, I was thinking about it with the uh, with the ending. How you know we were all we basically got out and the the eclipse happened and we basically defended off that building. Oh, yeah, let's we'll go back to that real quick because that was that's, yeah. a, that's a great ending. So we yeah. we you know fighting the aliens, we blew up the alien nest. And then, for a second, it did seem pretty quick. Like, it didn't really show everyone running out. We just kind of climbed out, and we were like, all right, we did it. Everyone who is alive is alive. Uh, only four of us like, out of the five made it looking at each other, out. shaking hands. Yeah, we were shaking Vito, hands. Rachel died on the Let's hold on. Let's, let's back up, and let's, let's let the viewers know what Vito. I don't know if well, we need I, to go back I didn't want to go too much far. into this, because he's not here to defend himself. But I think we should say, um, rest in peace, Vito. I wish you were a stronger person. Yeah. I wish you could make yeah. some decisions. <laughs> we, 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 can leave, we can leave it at that. Uh, uh, no, Vito did not make it through the game. Although me. his character seemed like it had it out for her. and she, Hers was the hardest path to survival. She is the easiest to kill throughout the game, yeah. for sure. Definitely seen yeah. that way. But, um, she is a cheater, so, though, so that's okay. And, yeah. and he died at the very end. Basically, so yeah, yeah, it did like, make it through quite a ways. He had his moment. A, yeah. Um. So yeah, we climb out of there. It's daytime. I mean, in in real life, we, we we're fucking like, celebrating. And in real yeah, life, we were yeah. like, that was pretty sick, dude. Oh, I wonder, you know, uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And then all of a sudden, solar eclipse, which is kind of foreshadowed because it happened in the very beginning of the game. Dude, Kurt was fucking ago, screaming about that the uh, when we were first <laughs> yeah, playing through. He was like, he was like. Oh, do you guys see that solar eclipse on the screen back there? And well, basically, it's like, yeah, whatever, Kurt. Shut up. <laughs> he called it. And then you have one line, uh, like one final showdown where you know the surviving characters run into a house, and I think everybody just got like one set of like quick time events or two quick time events to do. Each person fighting their own like uh, vampire alien with like a flare. And it was it was very cool. It was it was like all it unexpected. Was tell, but and it was we like, all. And we also got every prompt wrong. Right. And everybody survived. Um, I thought about missing my prompt as uh, Eric and dying there, like right at the end. <laughs> uh, dude, I wouldn't have even minded. I, I, as I said at the end, I was disappointed that Eric lived. That fuck. I could. Yeah, I'm surprised I was able to get him up the whole way. That was fun. Uh, and then beyond our control, while the credits were rolling, they gave you a little narrative ending. Um, deep stake out to them. Yeah, basically, yeah. You guys aren't getting out of there. They're covering up your story. Uh, you know, no one's ever going to hear about this. Except for Salim, who walked away into the desert to go to his son. Although they reserved a room right. for him, which is very kind of them. They gave him a whole yeah. empty room uh, to go look at. Well, no, they I actually they, they caught just, him in the room. 
Because yeah, uh, he minute. just walked out. Yeah, they said he escaped. Just a minute on Salim. I think Salim is single-handedly like the best written character in any of their games. Like he he's like very dimensional. You know, he has multifaceted like very very interesting character. And I've it's never, easy to yeah. like a character what, I, who is willing to compromise and and uh, work with others and stuff. You know, like exactly, exactly, yeah. And and I also like that you know he was uh, he had the he was resolute in the sense that he would not he would he would voice his disagreements about things, but also you know confident once he had to make it had made a decision. There's, he's also there's multifaceted to him. He's also the other one who brought a stake to a gunfight, and it seems like an amazing decision on his part because he had a high high kill count. Yeah, he, he was the melee master. I mean, it's easy for me to say all that because I was playing as him, but like, I, I really oh. think objectively speaking. But I'm like, look, looking online, people seem to agree. I was, uh, but yeah, what I wanted to go with is, I wonder what would happen at the end there if, like, say, we were all dead or, like, only one of us survived. Like, would you know they just happen if you die early? You just get a game over. Like, I guess you don't get to know no, the end of the story. Yeah, no, so it, every basically everyone. Ha- if you all die at the end, like I'm guessing it is like an, until dawn, they would basically show the end and something like completely different would happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, yeah. Who knows? I'd actually like to look. I should probably look that up at the end when we're done. In retrospect, they did miss out it. on one amazing opportunity, which was. This this uh, game being clearly inspired by both you know James Cameron's Aliens and uh, The Descent, the movie The Descent, which is a great horror film. Um, but the one thing that The Descent did super well was the claustrophobia of being underground and like uh, spelunking and stuff like that. And I don't, there was no like spelunking sequence in House of Ashes when it was totally viable for them to do so. It would have been a great oh, yeah. horror sequence for you to be like crawling through tight spaces underground. Would have been really, yeah, well, that would have been really skewed out a, a huge portion of the player base. What were you gonna say? Andy? Yeah, there was like a section where they almost did that, uh, right? I where don't we remember. had to like, <laughs> climb under like a thing while someone was guarding us, but it's kind of cut off to black, and then it showed everyone else on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, that's a House of Ashes, I think. Right? I feel like we got a we hit we hit everything there. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Thumbs up. Yeah, good game. Good game. Two thumbs up. Um, Greg, show your round table. Oh, if you have anything else to say. I think that was his last thing. I think he said he was saving the best for last. Alright, alright. Then let's move on down. Move on down to John Town. John Town, what do you got for sales today? Oh, Shine Down. Ever heard of him? I never heard the of band? Shine Down. Yeah, yeah. I, I have heard of the, <laughs> the band Shine Down. All right. Well, picture this. What if they did the soundtrack to The Shining? I I don't really know Shine well, Down's music well enough to say what I would think. It wouldn't fit. It, it wouldn't fit very well. But I. But I mean, I I, I could see it working with a talented director. I mean, Stanley Kubrick might be able to make it work. Really, when you think about it. Um, All right. Depending on how he remixes it and stuff but, you know you get into technicalities there but I can see him making it work well, the point is I watched The Shining oh oh how is it I've never seen it the I really didn't know where that was going series. 
Uh, no, no, I went for the motion the picture. Stanley Kubrick, oh, okay. Jack Nicholson motion picture. Uh, yeah, obviously, I mean, this is a movie that even if you haven't seen it, and even if you don't know, you've probably almost, actually, I'm going to say certainly, have seen scenes from it parodied in, in other popular media. Um, you've, you've, everybody's read the book. I mean, you know, everybody was read everybody the book has. and then watched the movie. I don't know about all everybody that. Everybody knows about the differences between the two and has read the sequel, The Doctor's Sleep, and has watched and the has movie, The Sequel. Talked about well. it on a podcast. It's talked about it on the podcast. But, everybody's uh, done that. Yeah, it's pretty solid. And then after I watched a documentary called Room 237. Oh, you watched that, did you? Well, which is just a bunch of crazy people talking <laughs> about the fucking Shining. Yeah. Uh, but it still sounds fun. And, you know, the, so the documentary is actually about, like, um, several people and the hidden meanings that they have picked up in The Shining and different people. Obviously, they mean different things. And the last, like, 45 minutes was dedicated to, like, the theory. Maybe, maybe like, the last 25. was dedicated to the theory, like, uh, that Kubrick uh, helped stage the moon landing. Um, and that The Shining is uh, more so than an adaptation of uh, King's book is him trying to tell people that without coming out and saying it. Right. I've uh, heard that before. So yeah, I mean, the, the the movie itself, obviously, it's a good movie. Uh, it was a fun watch. Yeah, it's spooky time. Um, yeah, it's a you good should, uh, in all honesty, watch the sequel as well. Ready Player One. Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep, <laughs> that that's recent, right? Or I mean, that came out yeah, more recently. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I saw it in theaters, and it was recent enough that we talked about it on an early episode of the podcast. Uh, yeah, Flash I, I definitely remember the name. Uh, I feel like I, I, I remember. Sorry, like, sorry, as a Ewan McGregor as Danny, the little boy Danny, oh, some okay. thirty or forty years later as a recovering alcoholic who uses the Shining to help uh, patients in hospices have peaceful rests when. Uh, he gets a call from someone beyond. But keep in mind, Doctor Sleep, both book and movie, are obviously sequels to King's uh, book, The Shining, and not specifically Kubrick's movie, The Shining. That's right. important to note. But well, hang on. I think the no, I think the movie Doctor Sleep is specifically a sequel to Kubrick's movie. I thought it, I thought they explained that they were specifically not. It's not a, it's supposed to be a sequel to the movie. Supposed to no, like, no, 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 no. That that's the cool thing about it is that it's an adaptation of the book that is specifically a sequel to the movie. But it's not like, obviously they're, they're, it's not. like there there are parts of like the last act of the movie is is very different because it's a sequel to Santa. We'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. Oh yeah, I'll put that on my list. Uh, yeah, so I've seen Shining pretty good. Room two seventy three. Uh, pretty fun watch. Um. I guess yeah, if you if you like The Shining, or if you want to hear crazy people talk about it. Uh, yeah, I watched that without knowing its reputation at the time, and as I was watching it, I was like, mm, "This." Uh... Oh, I didn't know I had. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know I had a reputation around it. I just like literally after The Shining was over on Amazon, it was like mm-hmm. well, people have also watched this, and I was like, "Well, you know," because I was watching it, and you obviously you see at the end, you see Jack Nicholson in the the, the photo. Um, and I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Is that what he was always there? Is he, like, drawn back there? Did he get put in there? You know, a common question when you watch the the movie. Um, and, yeah, then I seen the documentary, and I think maybe they'll talk about it. And they certainly do, and much more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was still a fun watch. 
but that, that, I think that's that was it in uh, movie, movie times. Um, but games, <laughs> games, we got games. Y'all ever heard of phasmophobia? No, what is that? It's uh, is that new? Newish. It's a ghost game. You can play in VR, not VR, and you go around. You bust ghost ass. And they had a Halloween update. Dude, that camp though. And uh, yeah, you need to talk about this. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good update. Um, it added a new level, which is a cool outdoor campsite with like a small cabin in it. Uh, and it's got like a bunch of little games around there. Like you can play like cornhole and you can like stack these pins up and knock them down. Uh, and there's like tents you can unzip and, and you know, go in and stuff and you gotta find the key to the cabin. Um, or actually I think the key might just be always under the, the mat. Anyway, you can go through and find stuff. Um, new difficulty, I think they added like a nightmare difficulty, which, uh, reading here, it's just, I mean, it's just everything but harder. No setup time, uh, longer hunts, uh, the kills extend the ghost hunt duration, fuse box starts off, you know, just making the game harder. I didn't actually try that yet, because yeah, we, we, we tried professional a couple times, but we got clowned on by those ghosts. We got clowned on until we went back to, like, the house, and then we we had one where we got it, like, seconds. It was crazy. We got, like, the three, and then well, we got clowned on some more. Uh, they had, like, weather, or, I mean, they have had weather, but I guess it, it has more of an effect on the gameplay now. Um, the, the game has certainly come a long way, and we, we've said that more than once, but it's, it's just impressive. Every yeah, absolutely. Has a watch I'm, it. I, yeah, I'm still excited to see what they had. They added four new ghosts. Um... I don't think we even see. I think we might have seen one of them. But yeah, overall, just a pretty sizable update on top of you know a nice uh, little Halloween like theme update. You know where they kind of change the the lobby and stuff, and it's kind of little uh, hidden Easter eggs in there. Yeah, for sure. So check out Phasmophobia. Um, no, what should I call it? I don't want to call what should I call it. Hold on. Fort Warned also has had some updates. I think one like today or, or very recently yesterday. We gotta, uh, check, we that gotta out. check that out. But we have not yet. I don't think we checked out the last, or at least I haven't checked the last. Uh, one I either. haven't played it since like a day or two after launch. Whenever we played. Yeah, same. I played it once and that was it. Yeah, so Fuck it, be, let's play it tonight. Yeah, that'll be fun to get back to that. Um, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> and then lastly. I don't even know if I should talk about this. I probably, it's probably just best if I skip over this, but uh, I, I feel like I owe it to our, you our owe audience. You owe to the listeners, you, even if I hate you so much. No, we can talk about it. Uh, yeah. We played a little bit of the Deep Rock Galactic. Uh, new Deep Rock Galactic. Really, they played for like eight hours straight of it. <laughs> Me, I come really off, even come I come off the factory line. I'm covered in soot. I get down to my gamer chair. I dust off. You know, I, I wipe myself down with some hand sanitizer. I get on. And, you know, my back it's it's hurting, but I want to back feeling tight. Boys, I'm like. Hey boys, I'm just here to play some video games. Everybody's like, "Oh, Andy, fuck you." We already played all the video games today. Fuck you. Those were our words, and they were harsh at the time. But I, I languished. <laughs> they in were silence. But, they, but they helped you. I languished in silence, listeners, for two whole days until this podcast is resenting <laughs> this seed growing inside me. 
It's yeah, I blame uh, those other guys. Not really. Dude, I 100% uh, blame those other two. That update really does look cool. And you guys, did you guys pretty much do all of it during your time playing? Well, here's the thing, and this will be good for you. Uh, so the update is out in the experimental branch. Um, however, you know, when you start that branch, it seems like it makes another save file. So anything that we have been doing on this save file, it, it doesn't seem like it's going to matter when we go back to like the the main branch. So like, um, you know, unlocking any of the guns or just, you even have to, and I did this um, on my own. I didn't, I didn't tell them. I just put it on like level one. Uh, you even have to unlock the, the new like mission. You have to play like three missions to get your like uh your sabotage license, and then it unlocks the ability to do the new missions. So all of that, November 4th, we're going to have to redo anyways, and anything we've unlocked. Um, right. But yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Right now in the experience, it, it, uh, it's kind of one of those things like in Red Dead, like when I got the, the money, and I bought all this stuff, and it was like, why well, am I even playing? A little bit, because I still like Deep Rock. It's a fun game. But in the experimental um, branch, they have a console next to the... Um, cosmetic things, and it's called cheats. And you can just go there, and you can unlock, you know, everything. You unlock all the overclocks, all the cosmetics, all the guns. Oh, um, okay. So it's like just a uh, interesting. That's pretty cool. So yeah, yeah. And, and it's, the, it's the point is obviously just to test stuff out and give them feedback. Right, like right, you know, right, this overclock cool. sucks. But yeah. So I mean, obviously that's what everyone did. They didn't want to have to do three missions each to unlock the new guns. Um, yeah, I'm mostly we've just been goofing around doing our own missions, and when the update does come out on the fourth, we're gonna have to all go back and do them for real anyway. Um, but that being said, the update is pretty. Sick. Yeah, so so it sucked, dude. Right, so it just sucks, and then, like good thing I missed it because it was just it wasn't even worth my time, and it sucked. I guess you. Moving on. Yeah, you'll get the. Uh, well, you're gonna get the more <laughs> refined, better experience uh, in the fourth. So. There's an, the whole gist of the update is that there's an enemy mining company that sent down robots and auto miners, right? Yeah, yeah, and I guess this is what they're gonna. So what? What is on. the actual mission type? Like, is it just destroying robots? A little bit, kinda. So, I, well, first, I guess uh, the biggest thing that you could say they added in this is like a um, a season pass, and it's nothing you have to buy, or it's nothing. You have to opt into it. It's just like there, right. and you play, and you go through it. But uh, they said that from now on, this is how they're going to kind of do their updates right. and like narrative and theme fashion. Is that you know three or four times a year they'll just have a season come out, and it'll have like a basic theme, and then with that theme will maybe come like a new mission or like in this, uh, you know, they added a new mission and there's like two, like um like random chances. Like you know you can sometimes you find like the the Betsy robot and you can like fight it or like you know like the the plant boss. Yeah, um, I saw you. Yeah, they they added two for this season and I you know I guess the, when season two happens, you know those will still be in the game but they'll just show up less and they'll just like build off from there. So yeah, this season is yeah a rival mining company has sent in these robots and they're like mining stuff out and the new mission is uh you're basically infiltrating their operation and stealing their data and to do that you have to get into uh, it's called the caretaker so you start the mission you know you land and the first kind of cool thing that's interesting is uh, for for the most part there are no bugs on the map because there's robot enemies and they've cleared out the bugs already 
So sometimes there can be like a swarm or like an event and bugs will come. But for the most part on these missions you're you're fighting the robots. Uh and there's probably like half a dozen different types. There's uh, little fly guys that are kind of like fly down and stab you. They're called shredders. Are, are they just kind of like similar to bugs or? or? Uh, no, no, no. Well, the shredders kind of are. They just fly and kind of stab you. Uh, the other ones, a lot of them, they're like just turrets. You know what I mean? Like blast turrets oh, and, okay. and sniper turrets. So they're shooting wow. back at you and they're shooting quickly. Um, so yeah, you kind of so do that, have that to. That is totally different. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we were doing like little, like I said in the Discord, we do like trench warfare. We had to like dig tunnels, like past the sniper guys until we can get like a better vantage point on them. Um, so yeah, those are the enemies you're fighting. Like I said, there's about a half dozen of them. And uh, you get to this big pyramid thing and it's surrounded by a impenetrable shield. Uh, and that's what you're trying to get into. You got to bring the shield down first. So you look at this big shield thing and you notice that there's two wires running uh, out from it. And you basically follow those two wires and they, they kind of go in different paths. Uh, yep. And they're connected to two batteries. And you have to hack these batteries with like a new kind of... Uh, similar to the pipe system, but just different enough to be cool where you're like laying stuff down that connects to That's the cool. hacking. Um, and it looks really neat. I'll leave, I'll leave that surprise. Maybe we can play after this. Um... So yeah, yeah, you know, and then you have to kind of hold off a wave while you're hacking, and then once the two things are done hacking, you go back to the the big pyramid triangle thing, uh, and it's uh it's like a two or three stage boss fight, um, and then you beat it and you got the core. Overall, it's it's definitely I think one of the longer missions. I would say it's it's around like the like the drill the dozer, dozer or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but definitely cool. Like, uh, uh, Greg, you played it. You got anything to say about it before I go any further? I mean, well, we only got to play, like, we only got, what, halfway through the fight? And then, oh, uh, you're right. Well, that was, yeah, okay, the one we played with dude. Greg, we got right, so we, you know, we turned the two batteries off, your trench warfare, fighting robots. Greg, Greg, you got time after this? We'll definitely beat it. And then, uh, uh, yeah, well, well that's why I have right for Andy got that. Okay, that's yes, right. that's, so, okay, we that's were, why we were was fighting. Broken. We were fighting this robot. We were fighting the boss fight, and it was it was a fucking hard fought match because we also ran into the plant boss that like uh, match, but we were not prepared to fight it. So we were trying to like fight around it. It was a very long, at least like a half hour plus. It, robot two thirds dead. Boom. Me and Greg's game just crash. Oh, that's and then we, we were just like, ah, oh, that kind of sucks, and then we stopped. Yeah, and then we were like, all right, we're done. And then you showed up. Seconds later, I think actually maybe at the same a few time. minutes, literally a few minutes later. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got I have nothing, I have absolutely nothing bad to say about this update. Uh, season pass seems fine. I mean, it's, it's free stuff and it's whatever, it's just cosmetics. Uh, they have like a paid DLC pack coming out in the fourth. Uh, I feel like to buy those. And you can play it right now on the experimental branch. All right, cool. Deep Rock Galactic. Oh, I love Deep, Deep Rock, Rock Deep Rock, Deep Rock I'm, Galactic. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that uh, a season pass implies that they're definitely not done with this game. I mean, not that I ever expected, but you know, there's enough in this game to like any update. They could say final update, and I'd be like, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm, 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 I'll go over it very, very briefly because I didn't even mention it. This update also, uh, all four characters got a new uh, main gun, and right, they're all right. they're all sick. I like all of them. We we talked about that a little bit here and there in the news. Whenever uh, we've seen a big uh, 
update about this update, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it makes me excited. Yeah, like you said, the fact that it's just seasons uh, and the, you know this update was so big does make me just excited for the the future of the game. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I have. All right, we're 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 running close to an hour, so we'll uh, go ahead and flask. Table your thoughts for just a few uh-huh. moments. No, 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 no. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna head off into a break. You ever have one of those memories where it's like, it's very distinct about the nature of something and then like, it, but it's in isolation and then you learn stuff about it at a later point. You're like, why did I think that? Do you, you ever have a memory? Uh, you ever have a memory that's very clear? Me, yeah, I, 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 definitely, I definitely feel like I understand the sentiment, but I want, but I'm reaching for an example. My example uh, recently was when I said that Doctor Sleep was a sequel to the movie Doctor Sleep, was a sequel to <laughs> The Shining. Because, because as I remembered more about the actual movie, I'm like, wait, no, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like it's just definitely not true. It's like not even yeah, yeah. It's like specifically a sequel to the group, to the same like every movie. Lives are different. Like a lot of locations and, are different. Like they're all from the movie The Shining. You know, entire entire acts are different. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So, like, what was I thinking of? That's the mystery that will pervade my waking thoughts and dreams. The Dark Tower movie? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I was reminded of that, that there was a Dark Tower movie the other day. I still haven't seen it. I don't ago. plan to. You, you shouldn't. It will just ruin your day, basically. Uh... Man, what a... I do love Idris Elba, though, too, which is a shame. It is a shame. What a forgettable little Is he, is he good trash. in that movie? I mean, no. There's, <laughs> there's no real redeeming quality to that movie, I would say. Like, he's, you know, he's fine. He's, 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 he can be fine. I mean, he's, 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 he's not, he's never bad. Right. Yeah. He's not I a bad actor. Anything. But it's not remarkable. No. what you're saying. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Broken Campfire that was Podcast. Too scary. We've got Flask Round Table and then a little uh offering of news for you folks. Why are you trying to scare me? Flask? It's that time of the year. Boom. What are you oh. doing? Well What have you been doing? I've been doing a bunch of stuff. But I'll pick you out. Also, some... watch The Shining. <laughs> have you watched The Shining? Why did I do you that? Probably have. That was a weird choice on my part, considering I've seen it. But yeah, um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, pick out some particular treats for the you from my game. pumpkin-shaped goodie bag. Um, I did not play The Shining video game, although I did watch its true sequel, Ready Player One. I don't know if you guys missed my joke earlier, but it was really funny. I don't. Uh, I don't that I, what does that mean? What I, does that mean? I, I, I did not. I did not miss it, but it is pretty good. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it. Yo, those who get it will get it. That's all I gotta say. Um, 
first thing to talk about is I saw Dune, the film Dune. Uh, I had by Dune, Denis Villeneuve. Dune, Dune, Dune. Villeneuve. In theaters, or did you see it? In I saw TV? it in IMAX in theaters. Oh, so you seen it the way they told you to? The way they told me to. Yeah. And did you? Did it pay off? Brushes his teeth too. Did your head explode? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So I had finished. Uh, doing messiah a couple days before so i was all prepared i was like fully prepared you know i knew everything except for the next books um it's obvious that doing the book is damned hard to adapt you know it's it's a tough proposition to ask a filmmaker or to have a filmmaker be like i'm gonna do a service to this this epic uh uh classic novel uh, yeah you know? i mean it's a big thing in people's minds mm-hmm. you know it, it, to the point, it probably is even bigger than it, than it really is, if you know what I'm saying. And when you read it, you're like, yeah, I can see how this would be hard to adapt. Um, but Denis Villeneuve's film, overall a good film. Uh, I, I enjoyed watching it the whole way through. The epic scale, I would say, was nailed. Um, the movie is given, the plot is given room to breathe. The characters are given time. Um there's a lot of just like shots of of things happening that you know just take their time just establishing uh, it yeah establishing stuff uh i think i enjoyed the movie more as a m- movie than in a way that i thought it was an excellent adaptation um could have been so much worse to be sure i mean like the lynch one uh what i was uh, alluding to last episode was that the lynch one is is not a great adaptation of the novel let's put it that way and it's kind of silly 80s a little bit um and then i haven't watched the the 90s sci-fi miniseries but i've heard that that's like that's actually more adherent but is much lower budget so it's like there's a there's a trade-off there um so i think this is the best adaptation so far probably still not an excellent adaptation um I felt a sense of something just slightly missing throughout the whole thing. I don't, I don't, it's, it's really hard to put to pinpoint. There are changes, but it's really hard to pinpoint like what it feels missing. Um, I mean, there were a lot of explicit omissions that were kind of puzzling, both because they felt important uh, in the book and because there were scenes in the movie that definitely could have been excised to give time to those omitted elements. Um, So it's strange that there wasn't that trade off. Or that there was. Um, even then, I think the movie needs to be basically three hours long instead of two and a half. By the time you're done with the movie, you're like, that's it? Even though it's, you just watched a two and a half hour movie. Um, right. Especially if you recently read the book like I have. There are a number of things I would have done differently. Uh, I imagine it's confusing to many book readers why they were done the way they were. There was Some of the stuff was confusing to me why it was done the way it was. Um. But all the all the effects and action, superbly well rendered. One of the you know the best looking movies in recent days. Production is superb. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a really cool movie to watch. <laughs> I do. Recommend Sounds cool. It. Yeah, yeah. You gotta check it out. Uh, I uh, guess the only reason I haven't watched it is because I've been waiting for uh, a group watch. Oh sure. Which I feel isn't. I felt was inevitable. Probably after Spooks Over. It's not like a you know, a group watch movie, but there's I mean any movie can be. 
<laughs> if you make it that. Um, it's definitely like a, a you know a paced long movie, but you guys have watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy, so who? What am I saying, right? Uh, I don't want to be that guy, but we also watched the entire Dragon Ball Super uh, Tournament of Power. <laughs> we did John too. but it was condensed. Was, but it was still yeah. It was like, like eight hours though. Still yeah, wasn't it? Was, yeah, it? it was a pretty long time. That's schlock compared we, to the pedigree of yeah. Dune. Probably better than Dune. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably better. Yeah, than tournament Dune, of power, Dragon Ball Super, is probably better than Dune. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Your ignorance is frightening. I uh, I was actually talking to Noxo uh, the mind other killer. day, I think, and I was telling him, yeah, we should go watch Dune. Oh yeah. shit! Oh, all right, never mind, never mind, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> all right, okay. never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Never mind. Just flash, 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 delete that. Flash, leave my audience. so you watched Dune. What else you got? Uh, I've been reading the manga Soul Eater. Soul Eater. Why? Um, why? Got him. Why? Because I heard it was like Halloween-y, and I've never read it. And I like I like Shonen. What can I say? How you digging it? It's all right so far. It's not like terrible, but it's it's not like super good or anything. It's like a cross between. I don't know anything about Soul Eater. It's like a cross between Bleach and Shaman King. It's like there's these, they're like they collect. There's these kids who who partner with weapon kids, and then they go out and collect so, souls from killers. Let me hold because I gotta context. I I gotta explain a tiny bit of this. So some kids when they turn like thirteen. Uh, they can turn into weapons. Like, uh, I think I it's 13, those kids. I'm pretty they sure. They were always fucking showing off. Like, uh, in the, in, like, in the, uh, in Soul Leader, there's, um, like, these two sisters, and they can both turn into, like, guns, and, uh, they both work together, or they used to, uh, basically use the other sister as a gun to rob people. Classic. Oh, is that the, the life on the streets that they were alluding to? In the part I've read. Uh, basically, yeah. If I just fucking spoiled that for you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not that far. I hate <laughs> you. Uh, but yeah, basically, everyone can, like... You can just randomly just... Bam. Hey, you're, you can turn into weapons now. Like a yeah. scythe or something silly. Hence weapon, kids. Yep. It's alright so far. Just a, a pretty standard shonen fair with some... Like some Halloween Halloween decorations on it, basically. I, I actually put I it know. on pause because I'm like, okay, I'll read more later, but it's not like catching me right away. Uh, I did try out another horror comic, like not a Japanese comic, but a Western comic, uh, written by Gail Simone called uh, Clean Room, uh, and it ran from 2015 to 2018 when it was canceled at like 18 issues, I think. I'm not through all the issues yet, and I know Gail Simone is a good writer. I know this. I've read her stuff before. It's not quite hitting the horror mark for me. It, there's some unsettling stuff so far, um, but uh, it's more just kind of like what the fuck is going on, you know? Like what 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 forces are at work in this in this world? Um, I can't even describe the plot yet because 
I don't really know what's going on. Like there's some Scientology-esque organization that is secretly trying to like nail down some kind you. of other world d- demonic presence or something like that. And this journalist it's is all the caught work up of in ants. it. It's all the work of ants. Wow, that puts yes. everything into a whole new perspective for me. I just spoiled it for you. Sorry, Shit. But... I would never have suspected ants, but That's it all starts to make sense now that I think That's about it. it. Resolves itself in my mind. Ants. Wow. Okay. I'll hate you. But there's some good, gruesome uh, visuals in it so far. The art is pretty good. Uh, you know, monster, beastie stuff. People's faces getting twisted around. People's getting broken up and twisted up. So it's, standard you know, affair. Standard affair by yeah. ants. Oh, ants yeah. are the they'll, demons they'll of society. Fuck you up. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm like halfway through. I'm. Yeah. But it was canceled, so I don't know if there's even a, like a satisfying ending. I don't, I don't think there was because people have lamented, people have lamented that it was canceled. So, um, clean room. Anyway, as for games I've been playing, uh, I got two to mention. One here we go. Uh, uh another Scooby Doo game. What the, <laughs> for the fuck? For the six what? Are the what? what is your problem? You know that was from, like you... the fucking sixties or something, right? Who is Hold this guy? On. Time Who the fuck out. Is this Time guy? out. What, what Scooby Doo games you playing? I guy? like Scooby Doo games. I actually like Scooby Doo Flask. That's what he's playing. With Scooby Doo, my fucking grandma loves Scooby Doo. That's my point. <laughs> well, last year, yeah, I your grandma's I... cooler than you. Last year, hey, about right? Scooby Doo game for the that. novelty, for the nostalgia. You know, I understand, but why Flask? You know, you know they're not. You, you know these games aren't made to be good games, right? They're just right. So I never really liked Scooby Doo when I was a kid. It wasn't one of my preferred cartoons. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, so on the other hand, I watched a lot of Scooby Doo because Not my really grandma though. had cable and she liked Scooby Doo. <laughs> Good old Grams. So, so, so what Scooby Doo game was it? Well, last year I played uh, Night of 100 Frights around this time, which was uh, actually decent. Um, this time I played the next one that was made, the, the one that was made next, which is Mystery Mayhem. From 2003, this one is not right, a platformer man. like Night of 100 Frights. God, it it is looks like dog shit. Yeah, sorry, I just clicked on a screenshot. It just has some. Uh, like, you know, what? it doesn't look as bad when I clicked on the, the bigger version. Right. I mean, it looks like the what you would expect from yeah. the era, but it, but its gameplay is like some exploring, puzzling uh, mechanics and some mediocre ghost sucking mechanics. Uh, not nearly as good as Disney's Haunted Mansion, the video game. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I played f- Night of Wonder Frights last year around this time. Uh, I was surprised at the time by the precision platforming and how many frights were there? The utter lack of handholding. There were too many frights to count. They said a hundred in the title, but I think that was an underestimate. Ah, um, my God! You, but it was it was you a, believe there was a hundred plus frights. Am I saying what about the frights? You're saying there was a hundred plus frights? Hundred plus frights, yeah. They should have called it Night of One Hundred Frights Frights Plus. Jeez, that's at, a lot. They should have called it they should have called it Night of At Least a Hundred Frights. At right? least a hundred frights. N- night of many many frights. More frights than you think. How many uh Nights years of more you frights. Played the game? <laughs> Scooby-Doo and more frights than you think. <laughs> well, I think the, the next one the cyber one or is the next one Scooby Doo on more Max? More frights than you think. 
Well, actually, the the next one is Scooby Doo Unmasked. The one before Night of One Hundred Frights was the Cyber one because that was on the PS One. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, you're right. You're that right. One, I do see that one's my favorite one. Cyber uh, Chase. Mm-hmm. More of a zombie more island kind of guy. Right. Because that Cyber Chase was a movie too, right? Yes, yeah, Cyber Chase is also a movie. The game was I like the game. The game was okay. pretty fun from what I remember. But I've taken a lot of blows to the head. So what the fuck do I know? Right. We can't really trust that. Um, whereas, so yeah, whereas that the previous game was actually challenging in like a surprising way, <laughs> Mystery Mayhem, uh, in contrast, is one of the most baby proof, simplistic <laughs> games I've played in a long time. Um, you can't even jump whenever you want, there's a specific prompt for like climbing on top of things. And when the game does get challenging, it does not feel good, it feels like cheap challenge. So, uh, oh, yeah. not nearly as good as the previous title. Poo on you, Payday 3. I thought you were about to say poo on you, Scooby-Doo. Why did you say Payday 3? No. Uh, uh, for some reason, I just want to throw Payday 3 as a <laughs> foreshadow for what's to, what's to come the new. Oh, I see. All right. Well, All right well, ho- hopefully the other game you played was better, right? Yes. All right. All right. Oh, you want me to Go tell ahead. you about it? Well, okay. I mean, you don't have to, but... If you, oh, yeah. well, you know what? I will. Yeah. You seem interested, all right? It's... I know, I am, I am. Well, okay. well hang on. What's not, what's not seem too interested? Like, no, I you understand. Know, you mentioned gotta... it. Well, yeah, I'm kind of standing yeah. in the corner. I'm kind of, like, looking I'm for at the edge a of my title. Seat. I'm, I'm at the edge of my seat. Or, like, a pitch. Well, the, this title might just scare you off the edge of that seat, Greg. Because it's... Right. Oh, yeah? It's... It's Silent Hill Origins for the PSP. Oh, hey, yeah, I've heard that's one of the good ones. Uh, surprisingly, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Sorry, I never played the PSP games. That's understandable. Any, I, how, uh, um, how, how, how was it? Nice. It was surprisingly solid. Yeah. Uh, Is that one was, of the ones that has like a thing where it like, has like a horror profile of you and tries to like throw scares at it thinks you would you no, specifically would that was only one okay. game that was shattered memories which okay. uh but that does have a connection to this in that well first of all origins was the first th- game made that... by a western studio after team silent okay. disbanded um but both of these games origins and shattered memories were written by sam barlow um okay. which i i knew he had done shattered memories but I forgot he did this one too. Sam Barlow being known now more for like her story and uh, that game I was talking about a little while back, Telling Lies, those types of things. Um, same guy. Uh, yeah, Shadow Memories was also very much not bad. It was like a reimagining of the first game. Right, right. And it did kind of its own spin on it. But basically, is this Shadow one Memories is like, the Wii game? Or which no, thing it was, was on Wii? I think it was on Wii. But it it oh, it was also for like the sixth generation of consoles, uh, or yeah, sixth or seventh, I forget. Um, but Origins is basically no. what if some random trucker had been involved in the events of Silent Hill's backstory a couple decades prior to the original game? Uh, just some guy who pulls up and is like, "Hey, what's going on here?" You're um, playing as the guy. You playing as the guy. Um, that's like every game every Silent Hill game recently you're just a guy there mm-hmm. it's a PSP game uh, 
I played the PSP version, although it was ported to PS2 as well. Um, in terms of being a Silent Hill game, with the appropriate atmosphere and such, it actually succeeds to a degree, I would say. I'm not sure how necessary it was as a prequel that adds like new content to the backstory, but it's not grossly offensive. <laughs> I mean, it does like tell you, oh, this was what was really going on, but it's not like terrible. It's not like fanfic. Lo- I mean, it kind of is just a fanfic game, <laughs> kind of just playing the hits. So I guess I shouldn't say but, it's not but, fanfic because it is somebody's doing good. idea. But yeah, but it's doing yeah. it decently well. Uh, I mean, there's even a pyramid head knockoff. That kind of shit is like, okay, a little bit cringe, bro. Um, uh, yeah, that's a little much for sure. Regardless, as a game experience, surprisingly solid, as I said. Uh, okay. I mean, it has a camera system that isn't that great pretty often. Uh, it gets you turned around regularly. And it introduces a weapon degradation system that's very questionable. Um, but which is rendered basically moot by the amount of weapons you find. Like, basically, you're ending the game with dozens of melee weapons in your inventory that you just have to fucking navigate Classic. Through. Classic. It's, it's just such an unneeded Classic. annoyance. It's like, wh- why is this the way it is? Uh, just let me pick up a, a melee weapon and use it. There's no need for it. You have such a surplus of weapons by the end of the game. Um, and, of course, because I'm a survival horror guy, I like those games. I ended up the game with, like, I, I put a dent in my uh, gun ammo by, like, the final boss. There was, I had so much shit in my inventory still. Oh, yeah. I didn't even use the, like, the magnum on the final boss. I I, I was kind of beat him to death I didn't even need to. With hundreds of crowbars? I actually just shot him with an assault rifle. Oh. Which is, like, the second hard. best gun. That's how that ends. You gotta, you know, blat blat the final boss. Little demon. That's how you get it is. Um, and there's a stamina right. mechanic that is slightly annoying. I fucking hate stamina <laughs> mechanic. I don't know why they again. Sound I don't know why they decided origins. to add that. What does that serve? I guess because you you're scared that you're gonna get caught by the monsters, but the monsters can pretty much always be navigated around, so it's just annoying. Your guy constantly. Oh, stops so it's a just bit. a useless stamina system. Yeah, like almost every other one. Just Great. sometimes you can move faster than other times. But combat's fine. You know, it's quite easy. The map system is actually you know good. Exploration is enjoyable enough. It's a Silent Hill mostly. It's it's a uh, it's a comfy experience. There was one thing it's like when silent, I Silent Silent Plateau, if you will. Right, plateaus are right. Which one? What would be hit bigger? Plateau is probably bigger than a hill. Uh, I mean, plateaus can be varying sizes, but I would say plateau is probably bigger than a hill. Uh, well, it's not a plateau. It would just be like a big fucking field of like fog that you walk through, and then like, oh hey, there's a scary thing. Oh hey, there's a scary thing. Mm-hmm. But isn't that like they wouldn't be able to see? Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. Anyway, there was there was one thing when I started picking up uh, portable TVs and toasters and stuffing them into my inventory. You can imagine my confusion. That's I was like when picking you up typewriters and shit. I was like, "What is going on? <laughs> Why am I picking up these things? What are they used for?" Yeah, but what but it ties fucking... into is one of the dumbest mechanics I've ever seen in a survival horror game, which is you can chuck these household items at monsters to knock them down temporarily. Whip a cave their head in. You can just fucking whip a toaster at a whip a toaster at a and ghost. You call or this lame? Uh, a lying figure. 
You call this lame? It's not lame. It's just so bizarre. It's such an odd thing to include that you're just picking up all this shit lying around the yeah, house, it, these it appliances, and you can whip them at, you know, nurses, bubblehead nurses or whatever. Why? No, I mean, it's effective. It is called not being it's the victim. True. It's effective. Let's, let's, you know, let's be clear. You can get around in tight areas by just whipping a, whipping a toaster at their head. So, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not that bizarre. <laughs> anyway. At Silent Hill Origins, it was actually not bad. Not bad at all. Well, that ain't bad. That ain't bad all at right. all. Let me be finished, what else you got spirits. For us? Let it? me be finished. All right. Sounds like Flask is tapping out. He's done for the week. That was a good sampling of horror media i have one yeah. more thing i have to talk about i've literally forgot about it until no the last enter the ritual flag. greg no no yeah, no. Rem- no this one's greg, cool though i, I promise greg, it's cool greg i've already cut my wrist i'm bleeding i've got to use this all right, all right yeah, you fine. can wait a minute i got i got another wrist Go <laughs> grab him back up. sober up uh so i just remembered i wanted to talk about something i watched we watched we watched it last week or i'm sorry the yeah the other week but i wasn't here for last week uh we watched um, the new uh, DC movie, the new DC animated movie. Uh, what, Injustice. Uh, what the f- Injustice, thank you. Dude, pretty gosh dang good. Uh, I don't know, were any of you there for it? I wasn't, but ha- ha- do you have any experience with the Injustice like universe, like the games? Or the, uh, the games, a little bit. Okay. I'm just curious. But uh, Yeah, it was cool, movie. dude. I uh I would highly recommend it. That's it. I just I I thought right. you I for some All reason right. I thought one of you were here so we could talk more about <laughs> it, but I really don't want to spoil it. So Look at it. yeah, I watched that. Good. And now on to the news. News, <laughs> news, 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 news. Uh starting out, uh so Nintendo Switch, as you may have heard recently. Uh, has it built in Nintendo 64 and I believe Sega emulation through a uh, low, low price of $50 a year. Ah, it's just uh, a penny, unf- penny change. Unfortunately, apparently it sucks. Oh, no. Yeah. It's got uh-huh. a lot of, uh, it's got a lot of input lag. And, uh, I always see the same. I haven't, I've, I personally haven't seen it because I haven't gotten it yet. I've, all right, I guess I'm not going to get it now because it sucks, and Nintendo online service usually sucks. Um, but yeah, they yeah, thank you. They uh, Legend of Zelda: The Ocarina of Time, which would be like the main reason to get this. I feel like uh, it's very um, it's not that great of a port port over. Yeah, which is I'm sad. That. It's terrible. But and there's, um, I mean, I think the biggest, the most egregious thing about it is that there's literally better homebrew options for the Switch than yeah. Nintendo's official emulation. It's crazy, dude. Are they doing? This cost fifty dollars a year. Plus, the they did release. Uh, Nintendo also released, which was kind of cool. I was thinking about buying one. Uh, they released uh, released an N sixty four wireless controller. And I was, uh, it's like 50 bucks. I wanted to buy it and set it up to my computer and play games with it. 
Man, I hate the N64 controller. Really? I like I I think it's yeah, I never one had of the N64 f- growing up. Maybe it didn't grow on me, but I, anytime I go over a friend's house, like, how the fuck am I supposed to hold this? What, you don't like prongs, I hold, John? Dude, I, I definitely prongs. like it. Oh, <laughs> no. The most ergonomic controller <laughs> design. <laughs> prongs. To this day, I don't know how I'm supposed to hold it. Are you supposed to hold it? Obviously, you have one hand I, on the right the side. The way I used to hold it you have one hand in the middle, left or hand you have one the hand on the left? Left hand, yeah, left hand, left hand middle, middle, right hand on the right. Fuck? Yeah, you're yeah, using a thumbstick in the middle with your left thumb, and then if you need to use the D-pad, you move your left hand all the way over to the left prong to use the D-pad over there. Yep. Well, that ain't the height of madness. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you like see the some people, though, using their little... Their forefinger and thumb to like pinch the thumbstick. <laughs> like they have one on the left. A few t- or I just like would have to shift my hand the few times I have played it through uh, Nintendo 64. I think the Chaos controllers, or the most chaotic controllers I ever made, were uh, the GameCube controller, the Resident Evil GameCube controller for Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah. You guys? Yeah. <laughs> the chainsaw. <laughs> Dude, that is the oh, no, yeah. that is the weirdest controller ever made. Well, speaking of uh, controllers, uh, players who aren't controlling themselves enough to uh, finish Far Cry Six are finding themselves shamed in their email yeah. inboxes by Giancarlo Esposito. Specifically, yeah. he's sending the emails out himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Giancarlo at What an asshole. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I hate Breaking Bad now. What do we think about this? I I, I, I hate this. I, I hate everything about this. It's just I mean, it's so... like kind of funny. Like there's there is a there's a slight thread of humor in it that I like, but it sounds funny on paper. Yeah, exactly. It it's someone's bad paper, idea practice, that made it all the way through. Right. In practice, it's just malicious marketing spam from a game that you've already bought. Mm-hmm. Literally a game you've already purchased just to ask, just want you to engage with it more. It's like, fuck play, you. Play fuck me you, more. Fuck you. I mean, you know, you got the you got the uh, the, the mobile apps that, that push those notifications on you. Basically the same thing. Right. It's, it's not cool. Nobody likes it. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sony... Sony has formed the PlayStation PC label for its PC games push, seemingly to codify uh, some of the rhetoric they said and some of the recent news about God of War, etc. Uh, that PlayStation will be bringing a whole slate of games to PC. Oh, dude, I just want Ghost of Tsushima on the PC. I want Bloodborne, dude. I want Bloodborne. Why not? Give me Bloodborne, damn it. You don't no. deserve damn Bloodborne. It. Just, g- g- just, just, g- g- just, just give me Bloodborne, no. damn it. In fact, I'm going to ask him not to give us Bloodborne. <laughs> John, Dude, don't. On. I'm doing Dude, it. Dude, I'm, I'm happy about this, though. I mean, PlayStation, they've released... Uh, they're what? God of War that comes Fuck out in two you. months. Uh, they released Uncharted. Horizon... Uncharted, that's also coming out. I forgot about that. Days Gone, that came out. That was I. Days Love that Gone. Game. Where'd they go? Days, Days Gone. Gone. That's just the thing. 
You know that company's making another game, right? With that engine. Night's here? Uh, I don't know if they can maybe. Night's here. Night out. (laughs) Day gone, night out. I'm happy for PlayStation's PC push. Me too. Maybe Nintendo should do it. That'd be cool. It would be cool. They're not going to because they're... Oh, hell no. All right. Beyond that, we have some more games coming to PC. In fact, specifically GTA San Andreas Remaster coming to Game Pass on November 11th. But GTA 3, I assume this is not supposed to be, is coming to PlayStation Now on December 7th. Vice City... Uh, where'd Vice City go? Where's Vice City at, Flask? I don't know. Well, my thinking is that they're betting on that being the one that people want. Yeah, the the favorite, the most you know, the most popular one. That's Even funny. though, in my personal opinion, San Andreas is better. It's a better. I've only played San Andreas. I've never played three or Vice City. Um. So yeah, keep in mind, this is actually the first podcast since the trailer showing what it actually looks like. Came out, I think. Yeah. No, didn't we talk about whether or not it looked cartoony or not last week? I don't think Maybe so. Maybe we just talked about that in person. Or, you know, not in person, but off the pod. Yeah, that might be the case. Well, I wasn't here, so we could talk about it. They look they look a little silly. Yeah, uh, I think I, I think overall, I think they look good. But, yeah, they, they do look cartoony, a little sim-like. But uh, it was more than I thought they were going to do as far as <laughs> remastering goes. Yeah. Well, th- uh, based on what... I mean, it, based on how much they tweaked the aiming, it sounded like they said they updated the aiming and targeting. And yeah, stuff. They, they said the aiming and the uh, driving is literally like GTA Five's driving. Oh, that's stuff. And shooting. I mean, that's I fucking play it to see. weird. That sounds great. I mean, I don't know how long it's been since you guys played those games. But like I said, uh, you know, it had to been probably the 2015-16 range. When I was in the Marines, I played San Andreas again, and the aiming in that game is fucking. I mean, the driving's not very good either, but the aiming of that game is fucking awful. You know, those big oh, giant reticles that would spin around the characters. Oh, yeah. And clunkily yeah. move them around, and they would change colors as their health went down. It felt real bad. So, I mean, as far as that stuff goes, I I think that upgrading it or putting it to GTA Five terms is only going to be uh, a benefit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a terrible thing to have a new take on it using more modern systems you know technology yeah still don't think i'm going to be buying the trilogy because i don't really like rockstar's practices of late no and 70 bucks for three games that are older than shit you know what i mean i'll play the one on the game pass maybe i'll play the other one on the playstation i'll definitely play one on the game pass i mean i'm curious to see if they do anything at all with the co-op my guess is no but it'll be kind of fun if they like secretly expanded it a little bit. You know, I mean, it, theoretically, that's like what they do now, right? They do multiplayer, so yeah. Maybe they'll add all the this. Maybe they'll add all the updated cities to GTA Online. <laughs> uh, next couple are going to be pretty quick. Vicarious Visions will soon be dropping its branding, apparently. Entirely and just being Blizzard. Oh, so don't, God. don't expect to hear from Vicarious Visions anymore as they're subsumed into 
the giant of Blizzard. Didn't we hear something about yeah. this? Maybe we didn't know they were being fully fully uh, absorbed, but uh, I thought we understood that they were like being relegated to the mines, basically. So it's not too crazy. That we, 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 we knew practically that they were being... They're being exiled. Reassigned, reassigned, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we didn't know that it... That, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, goodbye, my sweet visions, I suppose. You did some good stuff, I guess. <laughs> goodbye. Payday 3 is set in New York with the original game. Quote, in the meantime, Starbury said, the world of Payday has transitioned into the digital age. Fuck. Software giants, cryptocurrencies, mass surveillance, and the dark web, all playing a role in the game's new gadgets, challenges, and opportunities. What can Features I say? Payday's shit, yes. original four characters, Dallas, Hoxton, Chains, and Wolf. But uh, Still the- no gameplay, though. Son is of a H3 biscuit H3 on me. In this? Oh, are you know. Going, or, are we going back, Andy? Dude, I would re-download Payday 2 anytime. It, it's actually one of my favorite multiplayer games. It's it's fantastic. I really like it too. I mean, it kind of, it, it, I mean, it, the game is great. I mean, it feels great to play, and I and I, th- I think it's got a great amount of content. I hate like a lot of like the the UI shit and like how much just stuff there is. Almost, but like, like there's a lot, there's a lot in it. But I'll there's a crazy amount of fucking dude. DLCs for that game, right? I think. Yeah. I think they're still pumping yeah. out DLC for that. Would you guys replay Payday Two? I would definitely. I play, play, I play Payday Two. I was never oh, yeah. a huge fan. Oh, yeah, John, I don't want to be John. The guy. How about this? It's well, on sale. Most of the DLC. I too. own it. I have the game. Oh, I was like, it's on sale for two bucks. You guys ever play Deep Rock, though? Dude, no. alright, John, how about this? Payday 2? Hang on. It also has VR. We're not fucking pod- podcast, right? I would try the VR. But we're doing a bot. Well, it. Uh, John, I, I want you to know, in fact, it's an end of an era. What? Servers for the Xbox 360 Halo oh. games will go offline. Ah. Oh. In December 2020. Wait, hang on, no. Ah. January 2022. Oh, there's plenty of time. John, did that give you a a, a whiplash of emotions? A roller coaster? Yeah, it was crazy there? at first. I was like, December, that's only several months, but January, that's several months plus one. That's Dude. enough time. Well, I guess that dream of us all getting Xbox Live again, specifically to play Xbox 360 Halo 3, well... I guess it's just dead now. Mm-hmm. Well, we're Shame. pushed up very quickly. I mean, we just got to really push the, you know, pull the trigger on this now. That that's the movie of our wives right here. Is uh, it's a little vignette of stories of everybody getting their Xboxes back or having to buy new ones and like all the comedy that would happen there. Like me, I don't even know if I would be able to find it. I would, I would like wait till the last minute, and not be able to find it, and be like, "Fuck, I got it!" Like, I have, I have twenty four hours to buy an Xbox and a hard drive. And then, uh, get all the shit in Halo 3. Because I can't, you know, I can't play with you guys without the armor. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, no, I'm stupid. <laughs> Let's make a uh, Broken Campfire documentary about that journey to play uh, 
Halo 3 on the Xbox 360 in its final months of service. And then the ending of the documentary is like this sad thing. And then it cuts to us all playing MCC on the PC, Halo 3 multiplayer matchmaking. It just like cuts to us just playing the documentary, on PC. you think. Which we call it? Uh, Chasing a Dragon. Um. Hmm. Beep, 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 This just in. New story. This just in. What? Hang on. Um, Just like Resident Evil 4 before it, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is coming to VR for the Oculus Quest 2. Yes! I can't wait to go to the strip club. I mean... I'm not sure this was... I'm going to be able to work out... For CG, I'm gonna get so fucking fit in, in VR. I wonder CG how it's gonna work driving <laughs> around and like uh, biking and stuff in VR. It seems pretty. He's crazy. gonna call me a Busta. I'm the Busta. <laughs> <laughs> Very disappointing. This for the the Quest Two. Uh, I guess. Flash gonna have to buy this. Yeah, it's okay, John. I have yeah, you're just gonna have to. You're gonna have to stream this and Resident Evil for us. I will say, oh, no. you know, well, one, I think they, and I don't know, um, I, I don't think it can be a model because it's too soon. I was watching a little bit of the Resident Evil 4 in VR, and um, I seen people, like, running through windows, and it did not, like, go to a third-person view like we had read before. It just had them in first-person kind of, like, hurtling through the window. Huh. Uh, I it, watched something earlier today. It actually looked today. pretty fucking fun. Yeah, I don't I think actually, I ever doubted um, that it would be fun. But yeah, I watched really something earlier that, uh, today, yeah, and uh, I did see where he was like opening like doors, like he was in the castle, and he was opening doors, and his basically his character was like it would basically make the entire screen black and have like a tiny little window, and you would see Leon walk through it. Maybe that's an option you could turn off, like on and off. But uh, mine was in awesome. like the beginning of the game when you're fighting the villagers. I didn't see any kind of door stuff, but yeah, it was just a window, and he just he just hopped through in first Left person. Out of it. But it was cool, yeah. I mean, with you know, with VR controls, obviously there's crazier stuff you can do. You know, there was like uh, you know, it's like a pump shotgun, and he, the guy who I was watching, he couldn't get like the uh, the shots off. So like to back people up, you know, he was holding both guns at once. You know, he pulled the pistol from the side, he would like shoot somebody in the face, holster it, like cock the shotgun, shoot it, and then pull the pistol back. It was you know. It was, Stuff like that that you can do, obviously, in VR because you have the controls like that. Uh-huh. Uh, it looks cool, and I, I think that, I mean, in theory, it could translate really well over to something like San Andreas. Uh, I mean, that would be nuts if it was... Uh, I mean, they, they had um, L.A. Noir That was in VR, but I don't know if you could... I don't know if you could drive in that game or if you just got in the car and it, it told you, like, it teleported you. I didn't play that. That's interesting. Uh I don't know. Anyways, it could be cool. Really big shame it's only on the Quest 2. Uh, hopefully they that's like a timed exclusive or something. I don't understand it at all. I don't understand I, it at I all. I really don't either. I, I really don't either. Cause it's, not, it's not just like, oh, it's an Oculus exclusive. It's like, oh, you own our product? Well, fuck you. You didn't buy the Quest 2, you idiot. No, like, sorry. Oh, yeah, I I, I don't understand anything about San Andreas and VR is what I'm saying. I, I'm completely ignorant to this new world we live in. I don't understand how they huh. can possibly translate such a game into VR. I'm just... I, I'm Boy, baffled. howdy. Boy, howdy. That was that sure was a... Uh, that sure was a surprise. <laughs> the lights off on the there. By the way, 
the uh, the title of our documentary, I just thought of it. It will be Faster Chief, the story of the final days of Halo on the Xbox 360, featuring Broken Campfire. There it is, friends, listeners, viewers. This is the end of the podcast. Perfect, perfect end cap on to all of our ongoing bits. Well thought out throughout the uh, the Broken Campfire collection. Uh, Broken Campfire collection. I sure hope everybody had a good time with us tonight. Are you being sure possessed did. by a demon of sloth currently, yeah, actively? Right yeah, I think the answer is yes. This is too spooky for me. Yeah, I don't like this. This is all right, everybody. I'm just saying, it's, you know. Everybody have a good night, and remember. Well, hang on. What? Oh, before we send everybody off. I think it's time once more for me to remind listeners of a few things. One, there's two things you should know about Broken Campfire. One okay. thing is that we have contacts. BrokenCampfire at gmail.com. Twitter, at BrokenCampfire. iTunes, where we prefer you contact us in the form of a 5 out of 5 review. <laughs> I mean, the most typical form of contact. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be nice. The second thing about Broken Campfire is that we do uh, an anniversary stream every November. And dedicated listeners, those of you who've hung on to the last second here, let me give you the inside scoop. That is gonna, that is gonna happen. I, I don't know when. I don't know what. I don't know I got why. Some ideas, but it's gonna happen. I, I have no idea why. Why do we do this? Why? It's going to happen. And the fact that I've said it here, where Flask will feel obligated to include it, the fact that I've said it like this. I don't think it's Andy talking right now. I don't either. Um, Let me say it right here. You will see the anniversary stream before November 23rd, 2021. Jesus Christ. There you go happening to all Good of them. Good night, everybody. It's uh, faster, comma, chief, by the way. That's important. <laughs>